I'm Gina Livy, and welcome to my podcast. That's not just about weight loss. It's about losing your weight in a way where you never have to look back. I'm going to talk in finally and forever. The podcast itself is a collection of Facebook Lives for my 91-day weight loss program that if you're following along, it's going to give you great insight and information on maximizing your efforts. We also include amazing guest interviews where we're not afraid to have real conversations and break it down. And of course, I'll be weighing in on a variety of topics. I mean, anything and everything weight loss related. The podcast itself is hosted on Acast, but it's available on all platforms like the one you're listening to right now, Spotify, Apple, and also Amazon Music. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Hi, members in maintenance. Happy Monday. How's everyone feeling today? How was your weekend? How are you navigating maintenance? Where are you in your maintenance journey? We have so many people working at different stages and phases in their maintenance journey. As you know, there are four stages of finally and forever. There's losing your weight, which we are assuming that you have done because you are in this group. Although there are some people in this group just kind of seeing what's up while they're on their way to losing their weight and reaching their goals. And then there's some of you who are in here because you reached your goal, but then you're back in the other group looking to lose more for whatever reason. So people legit kind of different stages, phases. And then of course there's solidifying your weight. So we have people who are personalizing the plan to do that. You lost your weight. Now you, you need to give your body time to adjust to your new weight. So you're kind of really trying to minimize any, you know, indulgences here and there. If you are back on track, and then we have some people obviously uh, redoing the program again, which is great to solidify your weight and level up and, you know, all sorts of other areas, not just health and wellness, but also working through issues and associations and habits. And then there are some of you that are testing the waters. This is a, a phase and stage we tend to talk a lot about uh, learning to trust yourself and how do you know when you're ready for the fourth stage, which is just moving on, you know, so people at different various stages and phases. Maybe I should turn my iPad on here so I can answer some of the questions that you have. Let me find myself. Uh, today I want to talk, I've been making notes. So if you can't join me live on Mondays, I go through and I make a list of some of the questions that you have. And of course the team posts a poster in the group. So make sure you add uh, add your questions to that if you can't join us live. Hi, Terrianne. Hi, Tracy. So today I wanted to, uh, I've got a couple here. So not feeling as good in maintenance as you did while doing the program. So which was timely because we have that maximizing post that went out, maximizing your choices when it comes to maintenance. So, you know, the benefit of, of doing the program, and this is what I mean by if you're repeating the program for the sake of solidifying your weight, even when you're not looking to lose weight, it can be such a benefit continuing to level up your health and wellness, prioritize yourself, focus on your stress, focus on your sleep, moving your body more. We tend to be more motivated in terms of taking care of ourselves and making change when we're in the pursuit of achieving something. So first of all, if you're in maintenance, what is motivating you to continue to show up for yourself, to manage your stress, to manage your sleep to do all those things, right? So you may want to think about that and sort of what's that, what's your why now that, that in maintenance. And so you may notice when you're not doing all of the things, um, you're feeling it and maybe you don't have to make food choices that, you know, 
help you lose weight. And so then you're not as diligent in making nutrient rich food choices or paying attention to your body's needs or drinking your water, or moving your body and managing your stress. And of course, that's all adding up to how you're feeling. And so maybe your, your goal isn't to lose weight anymore, but there's nothing wrong with having a goal in life to look and feel your best, which is not tied to a number on the scale or tied to needing to lose weight. It's just legit. This is your weight. This is who you are. And you want to live a lifestyle where you are making choices that make you feel good. And to me, that's what lifestyle is about. Like the diet is not a lifestyle, right? Like the following the program is not a lifestyle. It's reaching a specific goal. And then when you're in maintenance, creating the life that you want. In which style do you want to live your life? Do you want to prioritize yourself, make choices that make you happy? Do you recognize that, you know, if you stay up too late and you drink too much wine and you eat too many chips, you just don't feel great. And that's not, you know, that's not fun. So maybe you preferred some of the changes and choices that you made while you were looking to lose weight. They worked for you. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it worked for you to focus on drinking your water as much as that's a pain in the ass, which I'm, excuse me, I'm just going to grab mine because I'm working on that today. <laughs> Maybe it worked for you when you, when you minimize your alcohol intake. You don't, you can, you can drink it now. You don't need to lose weight, but maybe it just made you feel kind of off, messed with your hormones, made you tired, dehydrated, and you actually felt much better when you didn't drink it. You know, maybe when you were going for those walks after dinner for the sake of digestion and getting that scale to move, you know, maybe you want to make up. Add those back in because it really helped you kind of relieve the stress of your day, you know? So your motivation can be because it's no longer weight loss, really just making choices that make you feel good, right? And I mean, that was a big part of obviously your weight loss journey, but it was so tied into achieving a goal of seeing the scale to move. So you might want to think about that. Again, this comes down to that infamous hoagie conversation that we had where someone had popped into the group and said, you know, I ate a hoagie. It made me feel awful. When am I going to be able to eat normally and feel normal again? Well, the hoagie always made you feel awful. Always did, always will. Before when you ate it, you probably just didn't. When you ate things, you felt ugh all the time. You felt bloated and gross and fat and tired and, you know, all those things all the time. So when you ate things that made you feel like that, you didn't really notice because you already felt like that. And with doing the program, when you, you know, make choices that make you feel good, you feel good. And there's a significant difference there. And so then when you eat the things that make you feel not so great, you notice and your body's communicating you with you and letting you know. So it's not that the things that you're eating now that are bothering you never made you feel that way. They always did. They always will. So this is where you, you make choices to eat something or do something that doesn't make you feel good. Then, you know, that's a choice that you made. Hopefully it's hashtag worth it and you just move it along. Um, where you could be making, you could no, not be making all these little things, choices in terms of what you did before, maybe tiny little things, you know, maybe it was, you did a, kept a journal when you were trying to lose. And in that journal, you were talking about things that you were grateful for. So you're keeping a gratitude journal, you know, maybe, you know, taking the time to drink the water, all the little things that you may have thought were insignificant that were actually not only making a big difference in terms of reaching your goals, but making you feel really good. You know, so you don't have to do the exact same things that you did while you're trying to lose weight. Um, but you know, it might be worth, you know, maybe thinking of or making a list of, of things that you think you were doing before that were making you feel good. 
Do you know? So make a new list. Be inspired by a new why. What's your what's your why now that you're in maintenance? You know, um, the other thing I want to talk about is maximizing. So maximizing in maintenance, whether it's maximizing when you're getting back on track, like it's not just getting back on track. There's all sorts of things you can do if you go away and you get back from your vacation and your weight is up. Yes, get back on track food wise, drink your water, you know, but there's all sorts of other things like, you know, manage your stress and sleep and move your body and all those things. So there's maximizing when you're getting back on track. And then there's maximizing and maintenance. And this is sort of where that ties into that. And so we've posted kind of a maximizing checklist while you're in maintenance. It's really just to live your best life, feel your best, look your best daily life checklist at the end of the day. Do you know what I mean? If everyone, regardless of whether they needed to lose weight, lost weight, or maintaining their weight, just did these things on a regular basis, chances are you'd feel so much better. You know, so that's what that maximizing post is. And the work that you're doing on yourself, I can't see if you guys are asking any questions. Something is wrong with my uh, connection and my iPad today. I don't have anything happening on it. But so if you got any questions, let me know. Um, but you know, this is just in life, in, in, in life and you want to feel your best and you, you know, you have other goals that you're working towards the little things that you do each day are going to add up and make a big difference. Um, so maximize, maximize, maximize. Um, also want to talk about water. So someone was asking now that I'm in maintenance and I've lost my weight, do I need to drink as much water? I guess, uh, listening to the conversation with Dr. Pfeiffer. So if you're not in the, uh, weight loss group, Dr. Pfeiffer joined us again, even if you've heard him before, so many more good tidbits in terms of our conversation with him. Definitely worth uh, heading over to our podcast and listening. Uh, we did that on Friday. So he was talking about how when you're eating so often, you you should be drinking more water, right? Uh, to help with the processing of your food. So yes, in theory, if you no longer are eating six, eight times a day bonus snacks or following the schedule of the program, um, and you're eating or you're more personalized in the plan, where that's personalized the plan to maintain or personalized the, you know, personal or or um yeah, personalizing the plan to maintain because it's maintenance group, sorry, I forgot where it was. <laughs> um you in theory don't need to drink as much water. However, um, it's things like see medications that you taking or adding in, right. Um, you know, alcohol that you're drinking, traveling, if you're flying, um, environments, all those salty foods, all of those things would still need to be taken into account in terms of how much water you need to drink. So not as much because you're not, maybe not eating so often throughout the day, not as much maybe because you don't have that weight to lose anymore, but you could need more for different reasons. Like in the winter, I need more water because I turn on all my fireplaces and my house is so dry and dehydrating. Um, whereas in the summertime, someone else may need more because they're sweating more and they're more active, right? So maybe you play a sport, maybe you play like hockey in the wintertime and, you know, then you're not really all, you know, you don't play a sport in the summertime. So maybe in wintertime when you're playing hockey, you need more because you're sweating more, for example. So it, water always comes down to individual and daily need based on what, right? Based on, you know, what you need that water for. So in knowing, you know, all the reasons why you need water and when to increase your water based on those reasons, the same rules would apply. And then you're saying, like, if you're thirsty, you'd still want to drink. Right. Like, so you're, you're, you're meeting the body's needs regardless of what that need is or what it's based on. So when you are following the food plan and eating more often, then, you know, yes, you need a little bit more water. When you're carrying excess weight and you're looking to lose it, yes, you need a bit more water. So for those two reasons, you might not have to drink as much water, but that's not going to be like cut liters out. That's going to be like, you know, maybe a few cup, cups less, if you know what I mean. 
So it would be dependent on that. Um, I also did want to talk about changes of season. So I know some of you are world. This is like the first summer that you're in maintenance, um, which is so super cool. And that transition from winter into spring. So I want to talk about that. In the wintertime, your body keeps you kind of low, slow and slow mode, reserve mode. Not as energetic. The days are shorter. It's darker. Drop in vitamin D levels. It's colder. And so as the spring and summer rolls around, you may notice that your body starts to give you more energy and you still, you have more spring in your step. You're feeling a lot lighter and um, more energetic. So this might make you hungrier. You may find that, you know, you need more in terms of portions. And so, so many times people are nervous about that. Um, so again, what, what portions, it's always about what portions feel like, never what they look like. That's in weight loss. It's also in maintenance as well. So you want to be in tune to that. So if you're finding like I'm extra hungry or I'm extra cravy or whatever that might be, you know, maybe you've kind of, you know, you know, not as diligent about making your food choices nutrient rich. So you're not getting as much good fat in your diet or you stop taking your omega three supplement. Um, because you didn't feel like you needed it anymore and now you're craving salty foods again, right? So it could be that you're being more energetic, maybe your stress levels are higher or different, um, and you're, you know, your body is boosting your metabolism, and so it's you're using more energy, so it's expecting you to give it more of what it needs. And so don't be afraid if your portion sizes you find are increasing or different, or your hunger levels are starting to increase. Obviously, make sure you are getting enough water, um, and then make sure that you are making your food choices nutrient rich because sometimes it's not about more food it's just making sure you're getting the most bang for your buck uh when it comes to your food again back to this maximizing right and back to this maximizing is is, is a great opportunity to just kind of keep yourself in check with all that uh body temperature you might notice um you know um when you've lost weight and this is like so your full season around the sun after you've lost your weight your body's going to have to learn how to re-regulate and so if you've gone and lost 60 pounds, you know, 60 pounds, 60 pounds less this summer compared to what you've, you, you had on you last summer is a big difference. And so your body really is wired to those seasons. So it may take you a while for like, you may find the first uh, heat wave of the summer, super hot. You know, this is why, you know, when it's even remotely nice out, people are wearing shorts and whatever, cause their body isn't adjusted to that. And your body, as a few, you know, as the heat starts to come on, your body will start to adjust to that body temperature. So you may notice that you're still cold because your body's still in the midst of regulating your body temperature. So even when it's hot out, you may find that you're still cold. So something to keep in mind with that. Also changes in your food. So, you know, you pick up on that, pick up on that. If you're craving more sugar and you're drinking lots of water, as I drink my tea, it could be that your body is looking for more like fruits. So in the warmer months, so in the wintertime, heavier, heartier carbohydrates, fatty meats, warm foods like soups and stews, right? That create heat in your belly, that keep you nice and warm in the wintertime. As we transition into spring and summer, you'll start to crave like more leafy greens. Um, and if you're craving sweets, um, it could that your body's looking for more fruit. So what you want to do is decrease those heavier carbs, Right. And bump up your easier to digest carbohydrates like your fruit. So if you're finding that you're, you're craving sweets and you are hungry and you're drinking all this water, it could be that your body's like craving more fruits. So pay attention to those cravings. You're going to pick up on those. Again, it's not your body trying to make you fat again, screw you over again, get you to crave carbs and sugar. Do you know what I mean? There could be a reason behind that. So, so start to pay attention to that. Hi, Sue. I'm new to maintenance. My question is, what is the best practice in maintenance for how long to go in, go between eating? 
Is there a maximum to use as a guide? Of course, I'm listening to my body's cues and reconnecting when, when I need to eat and as first practice. Okay. But what about if I've gone four to five hours without eating and I'm not really feeling hungry? Should I be eating a little something, something? Yeah. So this is where I started personalizing the plan uh, in maintenance, right? Do I need to eat? Right. Yes. I'm hungry. I need to eat. Could I eat? I could eat, but I'm not really all that hungry. So let me have a little something, something. And then should I eat? Right. And that can be combined. Like say, um, you know, it's, it's, it's lunchtime and I'm going to be, I know I'm going to be in a meeting all afternoon and it's going to run till five, maybe six o'clock. And so I'm not really all that hungry. Like if you ask me if I'm hungry for lunch now, which I'm going to eat in about 10 minutes as soon as I'm done this, I'm not really all that hungry. So I could be like, yeah, I'm not hungry. Um, I could eat, maybe I could have a little something, but then I combine that with, well, I should probably eat even just that little something, something, because I know that I'm going to be stuck in a meeting and I'll be going a long period of time without being able to eat, right? You do have that wiggle room. What you don't want to do is make a habit of going all day, every day, not eating because, you know, um, you're in a rush to get out the door and then you're in a meeting in the morning and then you don't, you know what I mean? Or you're so focused on something that you're just forgetting to eat because your body's, you know, supporting you being focused. And if that's your pattern before where you're, you're one of those people, like I just forget to eat, you have to make sure that you don't forget to eat because you forgetting to eat and consider consistently going long periods of time without eating probably sort of fed into why your body was feeling a need to store that fat. It, you you can't go hours without eating and not have your body need to get energy from somewhere. So it'll start drawing on your emergency energy reserves. So when you do eat, it'll take that food and basically store it to, to replenish those energy reserves. So it doesn't really get you anywhere. So so with that said, I would sort of, it's not just the time going by, it's assessing the situation, right? Like, um, this is why it's great to always kind of, you know, walk with snacks. Like if you're going to have some fruit or some veg sticks or some nuts and seeds, just a small little something when you leave your house each day, then you know, like if you do get caught and, you know, there's nothing good available, you, you got something quick that you can eat. Um, I, you know, five hours is not like four, four or five hours and really not a big deal. If you're having a day where you're not really all that hungry, I could easily go four or five hours. Um, but then I start to feel it. My energy starts to go. I start to get a headache. I don't feel so hot. And then by then your energy is starting to drain and then you got to eat. Then you got to kind of get caught up. You know, do you know what I'm saying? Um, so there for a variety of reasons for energy levels, blood sugar levels, um, you know, to prevent your body from dipping into fat, it's a great idea to around that for, for, Four, four thirty. You get a little bit, but when we're trying to lose weight, we say half hour to three and a half hours. Um, you got a little bit more wiggle room and maintenance because you've spent so much time addressing your body's needs. It's not like you're coming off a starvation depri- deprivation in your diet, which a lot of people are when they're starting the weight loss program. So that's why you have a little bit more wiggle room now when you're in maintenance as opposed to when you're trying to lose. So um, just kind of assess your situation. I'm listening to my body's cues and reconnecting when I need to eat is first practice. But what if I've gone four or five hours without eating and I'm not really falling hungry? Um, you, sometimes what you'll notice is that you're not hungry until you start eating. Like you, you're, you're like, maybe you're focused. I'm fo- like right now I'm dealing with some shit with my kid um, and, and a lot of stress. And so it's affecting my appetite. So I'm, I got some stuff going on. And so I'm really, I'm here, but I'm not here and I'm focused on that. So I'm doing my work, but I'm not really, I'm, I'm distracted. And so that I'm not really paying attention, but, and so right now I will tell you that I'm not hungry, but I bet you what's going to happen is I'm going to go upstairs 
And then I'm going to sit down and eat and I'm probably going to feel like I'm starving. So sometimes you're distracted mentally or whatever. And in the moment you're like, Oh, am I hungry? So you're in your head. Am I like right now? Am I hungry? Am I hungry? If I stop, ask my belly, if I could eat something, my, 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 yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I can, I can probably eat something. Um, so sometimes we just need to take a minute and assess our sort of, you know, our situation. So then you go to eat. So you think you're not hungry. And then all of a sudden you're like, wow, I must have been hungry. How many times did that happen? Because you're distracted. So then you're thinking, wow, I must be hungry. So then you eat something. So sometimes, you know, you'll notice you'll start to eat and then, um, and then you'll end up not being hungry, but then you'll end up actually being hungry and eat the whole thing. So, so, and sometimes because we wait so long, right? And then we're not thinking about it. And then we eat like, shit, we're starving. And we realize, so, so it just depends on the situation. Just kind of bring awareness to that, but watch your pattern. If you have a pattern and a habit of going all day without eating, you might want to be mindful about this, check in with yourself and, and have like a few little bites of bits, like, you know, a few little nuts or some carrot sticks or a little bit of fruit, a little something, something, you know, just to make sure you're keeping your energy levels up. If you're going four or five hours, that's just good practice in general. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. A new year is full of surprises, but one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take care of orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code program. Good practice in general. Hi, Carolyn. I've maintained no issues since last July, but I decided I like being at, what did you write here? I've decided, I've maintained my weight, just deciding to lose a little bit more. I love being so healthy. I love this. Only you will know when, what is the right weight for you. And so many people, when they're, they, when they reach their first goal, they feel amazing. They're like, I'm so happy and I feel amazing and this is great. And then they maintain and then they realize, you know what? I could totally go for more. And why not? Do you know what I, especially when you have such a healthy method for sustainable weight loss, why not go for more? Sometimes we need a break from it. You know, mentally, we're just done thinking about it and we do feel amazing. 
you know, and then, you know, we settle into our weight and we decide, you know what? I could totally go for more. I love that. I'm all about that. Sometimes we feel guilty doing that because we feel like, oh my God, you had your time. You already did it. People in your life are like, why though? You look amazing. Why would you want to do that? Or you feel like, oh, I've already spent enough time on myself. Like this was a big deal. And do you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, why not? Especially when it's tied to like, really like just making choices that make you feel good physically, mentally, you know, helping your body be as healthy as possible. Um, every extra pound of fat, as we know, is hard on our body. We just had a new, the science post. Remember that you have access to those over on our website as well. The science posts, if ever you want to review those, um, we're talking about set point theory. It's the first one of the group, you know, also reminding, just, just giving people a gentle reminder how unhealthy it is for your body to carry excess fat causes inflammation, causes all this stuff. So I love that. Go, 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 go. What you don't want to do though, is get caught in between is like, Acting like you're in maintenance, but getting on the scale every day, hoping it moves. That's where you have to be definitive. I am going to personalize the plan to move. I'm going to redo the program to, to move my, to move, to move the down that scale or you're maintaining. What you don't want to do is get it caught in between. And that's sort of the tricky part when you've already lost your weight and you already feel so good. You don't have that same kind of motivator. So really take some time and assess what's motivating you this time. Maybe it's just to be your healthiest. You don't need to feel your best, whatever that is, right? Reassess your why, because chances are it, it has changed. It has changed. Um, oh, that's, that brings me to my last. If you've got any questions, more questions, load them up. So my other talking point was having trouble keeping focus. Someone mentioned. Yeah, I get that. Um, especially when you're in maintenance, because it's one thing when you're pursuing a goal, Right every day and all the things that you're doing, having trouble keeping focus. It's not, is it focus or having trouble continuing to prioritize yourself? Do you know what I mean? Making those choices that make you feel good. Like, you know, showing love for yourself every day, checking in with yourself every day. Like, and sometimes you're distracted because something has to give. Like sometimes you, you can't keep focus because your focus has to be, like the stuff I'm dealing with, my focus has to be like, I can't just ignore it. I have, my focus has to be outside of myself. And so then that's a focus. It's affecting my ability to focus on myself. Now I can dig my heels in deeper and use that as a motivator and recognize, well, even more than ever now, I have to take good care of myself. Even more than ever, I have to prioritize myself. But I'm also human, man, and it's easy to get distracted from other things. And sometimes something has to give, and it's you. Sometimes you have to give up your time. You have to give up that little bit of making yourself a prayer. It doesn't mean that it's all or nothing. You can't do anything. But it's hard, it, you know, and then also keeping your focus when you're, you feel like, you know, if, especially if you've spent any time in the diet industry, you feel like you've been spent your whole life trying to diet, you know? And then when you finally reach that goal, are you not just fucking done with it already? Do you know? And it's hard to stay focused when you feel like you just want to be done with it already. Right. So that's, so that recognize it's not, you know, it's just an ongoing thing, self-improvement, self-love, making choices that make you feel good. All of those things, that's just an ongoing life thing, but it might just be, you're tired of thinking about all of the things, but, but understand though, that you want to get to a place where thinking about the things is second nature, where your body's going to tell you when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat. So it could be that right now you need to double down on, for example, asking those four questions to get to a point where you don't need to ask them anymore. 
Do you know what I mean? You need to double down on prioritizing yourself. So it feels normal and natural. If you're feeling like, oh my goodness, it's taking too much time. You're still dealing with guilt or whatever that might be, right? The whole point is to get yourself to a place when you do move on to that finally and forever where you just wake up, you look good, you feel good. There's, there's no, there's nothing to keep focus on. Do you know what I mean? So if you're having a hard time staying focused, it could be that you're, maybe you're just ready to move on where you don't, you don't need to focus on those things. Any, maybe you are already just in tune and you don't have to sit there and ask the four questions because you already know you, I look at, I, I'm looking at that plate of food. I already know it's too much. I know it's not enough. I already know how I'm going to feel. Do you know? Maybe you're trying to just kind of keep doing those things when you're ready to move on from doing those things. And that's why you're losing your focus. Or, you know, maybe you still need to have work to do and you want to be at the place where you, you're tired of this and you want to move on and not think about it. But obviously you still need to keep the focus on those things. And that's where sort of doubling down on the things that you need to, again, this all brings us back to that amazing checklist that Odette posted in the group today, the maximizing while in maintenance, like read it. Even if you think you got, got it and you're doing it, read it over. So you can be like, yeah, heck yeah, got this. Heck yeah. I'm already doing it. Like you go through that checklist and you're like, yep, check, 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 doing all the things. Then you just know I'm doing all the things, you know, and then, then maybe that'll put your mind at ease and realize I'm already doing it. Here I am stressing myself out, you know, and I'm already doing it, you know? Um, there's Monica. Hi, Monica. That tricky in between. Why still am I having a hard time if I want more? Yeah. Maybe you don't feel entitled. Maybe you feel guilty about putting the time. Maybe you're just tired of it. Maybe you want to be done with it. (laughs) All of the above, right? All of the above. I've been personalizing the plan, like truly doing all the things for many weeks, but scale is just moving up and down the same one pound. Okay. Here's what I can say too, because this just popped up in my mind. Sometimes what people do, and I was just talking about this change of seasons, you know, your body's needs paying attention to that. Sometimes we hold on so tight in doing all the things that we did last time. Same portion, same water, same exercise routine, same this, same that, same whatever, and not actually being in tune to where you are at now and what you need. Maybe you need more. Maybe you you need to give your body more food, right? But you're just seeing those portions. I always have one egg in the morning and that's what I ate to lose my weight before. So now I'm having one egg again. When maybe your metabolism is working so much higher, what you need is two eggs, do you know, like that's where you really like fresh eyes, even fresh eyes is like when you're going back in and wanting more, right? You have to factor in not just the weight loss programs that you've done, but the time that you've put into maintenance and where your body's at, right? So that just came to mind, right? Because like truly doing all the things for many weeks, but the scale is moving up and down the same two pounds. So uh 50 down, feeling great, my, my body could lose more. But just as you said, maybe I'm just tired, man, maybe I need a break and reassess. Yeah. A whole different kind of brain dialogue and still some feels. Yeah. Take a minute. Need a minute. Do you know what I mean? Like reassess your situation. Maybe you're not motivated by the scale. Like, yes, you still want to lose the weight. I'm not taking that away. But maybe losing the weight isn't the motivation. 
it's feeling amazing. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's not tied to what's happening on that scale. It could also be your body's taking time to solidify the way that you've lost. Also is your body changing, right? Pay attention to that. Like maybe the scale isn't moving in the last couple of weeks, but your body sure as heck is changing. And then maybe you've added in exercise. So because you have more energy, you're being more energetic. So you're taxing your body more and not accounting for that. So now your body's in a state of change, which is great, which is why your body's changing, but the scale isn't moving. You know, also re, like readjusting your sleep cycles. So you may be noticing more. You should be naturally waking up earlier. The birds are like, the birds can't shut up. The, it's, it's, it's lighter a lot earlier. Like you should be paying attention to, you know, your changes in your sleep cycles. So, you know what I mean? If you're getting tired, you know, go to bed. You know, if you're waking up earlier, wake up earlier, like reset, you know? So there's, there's all sorts of things in sort of considering where you're at, everything that you've learned, what your body has been through physically, mentally and whatever. And sometimes we do get stuck on the old things that we did before that worked for us when you need to really just kind of like, where am I at now? What do I need? So start doubling down those portions, but don't go by what they look like. You know, do I need more? Do I need less? Especially with personalizing the plan, you might have days where you go four or five hours without eating. You don't need to. Do you know what I mean? Like that, it goes worth both, works both ways, but oh, we're so terrified. So we think that we should eat more often when we're trying to lose weight. When, if you're personalizing the plan, if you're going four or five hours one day without eating, chances are you don't need to eat, Do you know? So kind of like really like break it down, be in the moment and, but, but, but put the time and energy into kind of assessing your situation. Where are you at now? What does your body need? Like use those feels. It's a different kind of brain dialogue. It, that's exactly it. It's a different kind of brain dialogue, right? Um, so yeah, so, so maybe if you're tired, you're not tired of taking care of yourself. You're not tired of whatever. You probably have other things going on. You're not tired to continue to feel good, but maybe you're tired of using the same old motivator as before, right? Like maybe if you focus on relieving your stress and feeling your best, that's going to come with losing the weight, right? Do all the things you need to do, but have the motivator not be on the scale. Maybe you don't use the scale this time around to lose your weight. Maybe you already know, you already know how it feels before your weight drops. You know this, maybe you don't use the scale. Maybe you, do you know what I'm saying? Um, who knows, but that's for you to c- kind of figure out, which I love. Uh, hi, Lise. I've been maintaining for a bit over nine months. Love that. I started the program in spring 2021. By last summer, I had a total of 90 pounds lost. Wow. End of March, we went on vacation for two weeks and I totally indulged, had a blast, but my weight went up 10 pounds. I've been trying since April 4th to get it back down. Should I just continue doing the personalizing the plan and wait for it to eventually um, go down? Okay. Don't wait. Maximize back on track. So again, could be like, so, so there could be a few things, right? Like you went, you went away on vacation, you indulged and you came back. Um, I don't know, maybe you changed your routine, right? Maybe your stress levels have changed. Maybe, you know, medications have changed. Maybe I don't know what's going on. Maybe you're, I don't know your age. Maybe you're heading into menopause. Who knows? I don't know what's going on. Cause it, it could just not, it could be not just that you went away and indulged, but you know, simultaneously something else is going on. So make sure there isn't something else going on. Um, and think, don't just think back on track, but maximize your back on track, right? Like don't just get the water, in, the food in and the water in, ask those four questions again. Like you've been in maintenance for a while and you dropped a lot of weight. 
So yeah, you've been, you've been in maintenance for a while, right? So, so back on track with like intention, you know, get that water in, you know, um, or personalize the plan with intention of dropping your weight again. You can do that as well. If you're going to do back on track and work the basics, then you want to make sure you're also managing your stress and your sleep and moving your body and, and all of those things. Um, it could be that your vitamin D levels have dropped. It could. I just popped into my mind. So it could be so many things. It could be that you lost your weight. You felt amazing. You got off your supplements and through the winter, which was a very long and very dark winter, your vitamin D levels have dropped and now you're at a deficit, which is making it harder. Oh, and your magnesium, maybe if you're not taking that anymore, where you're taking it before and your magnesium levels have also dropped along with that, right? And then maybe you're also taking an omega-3 supplement and those in combination were causing you to get better sleep, was it causing your body to work more efficiently, was to giving your body what it needs to convert the foods you're eating into energy, right? Which is their big part of that. So it could be that you're simply as your vitamin D levels have dropped, if you've noticed, especially if you're extra tired, there's a difference in your energy along with it. Um, it could be that you add those vitamin D level drops. So it's not the food, it's not maximizing, not doing any of those things. Part of maximizing would be assessing any supplementation that you need to do. Um, so that's where I would, that's where I would look into that. Um, you can personalize the plan to, if you think it's real weight gain, drop your weight back down. It's kind of same, same back on track is a no brainer version of that, but you can also be proactive in terms of, you know, personalizing the plan and, and trying to see the down that scale, maximizing, maximizing regardless. It's beyond just, it's not just the food and the water at the end of the day. Right. So, so that's what I would do. Take a look at that maximizing post, uh, another maximize your back on track, or if you want to personalize the plan, maximize that for the sake of feeling your best, because you probably don't feel as good either. So you probably notice not only is your weight gone up, but you don't feel as good. So something probably is a little off. Um, it, it could be as simple as, you know, sometimes when I know I'm the worst because I've been back already for, I don't know how long, and I'm really making an effort to drink my water today. Cause I literally have not got my water in, in weeks and I'm feeling it. Plus I've been drinking wine and sometimes we go on vacation, we continue the party and I haven't got hydrated yet. And so I finally today I was like, how do I get hydrated? So it could be a variety of different things, kind of breaking it down, but whatever you do, kind of, kind of tighten it up. The things that you need to do, help that body get, get focused on, you know, releasing that fat, get dropping your weight back down and maximize, maximize, maximize. Nikki, I gotta go. Nikki McRobbie. Hi. How are you? Hello. 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 I uh, finally made an M&M live. I uh, just checking to say hi. I'm glad that you did. Hi. How are you? It's good to see you. Let it go, everyone. Uh, remember that we're going to be back Wednesday. We're going to weigh in Wednesday. Um, no doubt we're going to have a great guest, great conversation as always. So remember, if you can't watch these lives, we repost them in the guides, but if you have some talking points or questions, on that Monday morning post, add them to the poster. And I, I actually do make notes. I go in there and I check my notes. Um, and remember that you can listen to all these over on our podcast. Have an amazing uh, rest of your day, everyone. And I'll check in later. Bye.